Aloha, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Social Media Strategies Podcast. I'm your host, Calico Castillo. I am the Partnerships Manager here at the Global Strategic Management Institute, which runs the um, Social Media Strategies Summit, and we are going to be coming to Boston in November for a summit specifically devoted to the higher education community and professionals in that industry. And we're really excited today to be joined by Liz Gross, who is the Market Insights Manager for Great Lakes Higher Education Corporation. You might know them as one of the organizations that handles a lot of student loans. I know my student loans go through them, so they're definitely a very popular organization. And we're gonna chat with Liz a little bit today to kind of get a feel for her presentation that's gonna be happening in Boston entitled Social Media Listening for Market Intelligence. We're really excited to have Liz on the show today and um, welcome Liz, thank you so much for joining us. Great, thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, just to kind of get our audience acquainted, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of what you do there at Great Lakes, and maybe how you got into uh, that position? Sure. Well, I, I wear quite a few hats. So, I would consider myself a researcher, marketer, a bit of a teacher. Um, but one thing that kind of blends all of that together is I'm definitely a giant nerd. So, that's something that I, I, uh, rely on for everything that I've been doing. Um, I spent seven and a half working on campuses in the marketing function. I worked at UW-Milwaukee and UW-Waukesha. But about five years ago, I was enticed to jump over to Great Lakes. At the time, they needed someone to start their social media strategy so that they could reach approximately two and a half million current college students that were eventually going to have to pay back their student loans. And we wanted to help students learn more about loans a little at a time instead of figuring out when there's a bill due. So I joined Great Lakes in 2012 to create and grow their social media program from a strategic perspective. But over the last few years, actually, they've transitioned me into a market research role. So that's why I'm the market research or market insights manager now. And I oversee a variety of different market intelligence projects from traditional research like surveys and focus groups to some more interesting innovative research where we use some social listening, which is why I'll be chatting about that at the Social Media Strategy Summit. And most recently at Great Lake, I have been working on figuring out how campuses can benefit from strategic social, social listening since I really think it's kind of the next frontier for social media and higher education. Absolutely. Can you actually maybe just touch briefly on that? I know obviously if you're listening to this podcast, you probably know what social listening is. And it's obviously, just as it sounds, listening to people and the conversations that your community is having online. Can you kind of chat a little bit about um, exactly what social listening is and how you're able to use that in your role um, looking at market intelligence? Absolutely. Um, so when I talk about social listening, I'm thinking about the action of identifying, transcribing, and analyzing every single online conversation that is of interest to you or your organization. So at Great Lakes, we got started doing that by wanting to know not only who was talking about us and some of our competitors, but just student loans in general. So we use software to search over 80 million sources on the internet to find blog posts, Instagram posts, Reddit threads, forum group discussions, everything about student loans. So from a research perspective, if I want to know how people feel about their student loans at any point in that customer journey, whether it's while they're um, determining what sort of debt they might be able to handle while they're applying to school, or the feelings they have related to paying back the loans after they've graduated, 
we can identify tens of thousands of those types of conversations online and do some analysis just as if we had tens of thousands of comments from a focus group to go to. So we're getting beyond, you know, your standard Facebook and Twitter comments and really doing a broad search for big topics of conversation to learn more about either part of our industry or about what people are saying about our company in general. That's awesome. And I, I mean, obviously, like student loans is such an, uh such a big topic. And like, I think you, you know, hit on it that part of the aspect of what you guys have to do is education. A lot of us, you know, as students sign loan documents all the time without having really understood, like we read through the material, but it's hard to really understand what is going on. And I know, you know, Great Lakes tries to break that sort of stuff down. Can you chat a little bit about sort of how, um, how you how social listening has informed the way you guys are educating students about both the process of their loans and then also the the process of getting it paid back. Oh, absolutely. Um, so we were listening before we were even engaging online. So a lot of the content that you'll see on our website is straight out of questions that we were seeing regularly on social media, whether they were to us or just in general. Um, that has definitely had a big impact on our content development. We also take complaints very, very seriously. So when people are complaining about something, um, we see that as an opportunity for improvement. So we have how certain parts of our website work simply based on some complaints we've seen online. And one of the little bit lighter touches that we've done is we actually saw people kind of complaining tongue-in-cheek that when they finally did pay back their student loan, it was sort of a letdown because they wanted a party and all they got was a really boring letter that said, congratulations, you've paid back your loan. Sure. So um, someone said, you should be throwing us a party. So we actually now have what we refer to as the paid in full party on our website. So when you log in that day after you finally paid off all your loans, you have a great celebratory animated gift and you can share it on social. And it's actually one of the most popular pieces of content we've ever created. So we're able to take the, the voice of our customers directly into the type of content we have both on our website, letters, and then of course in social media as well. That's awesome. I think, I mean, I would definitely, when I get to that end of being able to pay all my student loans, it would be nice to have at least an animated gift to celebrate that, that special moment. That's super awesome. If you stay with Great Lakes, I promise you, you will have one of those. <laughs> That's awesome. Cool. Well, you know, I'm kind of curious, you know, um, when you, you know, you said you transitioned to a role of kind of looking more at the market insights, but originally kind of came to Great Lakes to help them develop the social media strategy. Aside from social listening, can you kind of um, touch a little bit on how you kind of approached coming into something like moving from the higher education institutions to actually moving to a third party loan servicer and kind of how you approach social from that? Sure. I mean, the big thing for us to do and, you know, the interesting thing doing this out of office was we had to convince a board of directors that what we were doing was worthwhile and essentially, you know, talk about the ROI of my job. Um, so we started pretty strategically and I looked at what audiences we wanted to reach, because uh, we, you know, we have 9 million customers and we were not looking to reach all of them. So we identified a target audience and that was the borrowers who were still in school and not yet repaying their loans, as well as the financial aid administrators on campuses that work with us in a variety of ways. So we identified our audience figured out um, where they are online and where we were most likely to be able to have an authentic, relevant part of the conversation. And then from there, talked about what our goals would be. So we had measurable goals and why we were going to be engaging with folks 
um, and what our KPIs would be from that. And we have about, you know, one and a half page strategic overview. That is something that can be handed to anybody that doesn't know anything about social media and understand where we're going. And five years later, we're reporting on the, the same KPIs where we're able to talk about success in, in a longitudinal way, which is fantastic. But, you know, we ended up going after in-school students and then those financial aid professionals. And Facebook and Twitter are our main channels. We're always evaluating some others as options, but we've really doubled down on Facebook where we see our most engagement with students, and it's where we're being the most innovative. So I have nothing to do with our actual outbound content anymore, but uh, the fantastic staff member that is overseeing that as a strategist is doing some interesting things with uh, both image-based content but definitely live video, which is somewhere we definitely think that we can fulfill our goals and interact with audiences authentically in a way that will make us stand out and make it be easier to ask some of the questions about the stuff that seems confusing. That makes sense. I'm kind of curious, do you um, do you handle looking at kind of the analytics behind any paid advertising? Like, do you guys, when you're doing your social content, how much of that is kind of organic versus paid social? Uh, with the exception of advertising open positions, so completely different audience <laughs> looking for, for staffing, we have not had paid social content in some time. Um, that was a strategic decision for a variety of reasons. Um, but when we did, it was just to boost the content that we felt was already being the most engaging. So that's not really something we've had to do a lot of analysis on in the last few years. So it's something we've chosen not to invest in. Yeah, no sweat. And that, that actually kind of dovetailed in what was going to be my next question. I was kind of curious, like, you know, is there times in which you see organic content that you guys are producing that does really well and then you decide to maybe put some dollars behind it to boost that a little bit farther but you're saying you guys really don't see the need in being able to do that because you have that natural organic engagement yep we've done that in the past and that's exactly what we did is, is we had specific um specific content that was meant to drive engagement and that was what we would boost but uh, recently, we we've had more engagement than the staff can handle, so we. <laughs> it's a good problem to have things. and a bad problem to have, I can imagine. That's awesome. Well, you know, it's really cool that you know you guys have um, you developed the strategy that you guys don't even have the need for paid social. I think like at a time when a lot of um, higher education institutions and a lot of people are looking at you know, dwindling organic reach numbers. It's cool to hear that Great Lakes has, has managed to find that sweet spot um, where they're actually producing content that they're finding um, is relevant for, for their audience and that their audience is, is reciprocating that by um, engaging with the content. Yeah, it's been working well so far. That's awesome. So let's just get into a little brief preview about your um, your presentation in Boston. Obviously, we've kind of touched on it a little bit. Your presentation is specifically going to be social media listening for market intelligence. Can you maybe just give a couple high-level um, highlights about what you'll be covering in Boston? You don't have to give away any of the secret sauce, but just kind of um, tease people a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we will be focusing strictly on how campuses can use social listening for market intelligence. So I'm um, probably going to start off with just a little bit of how social listening works because it's definitely something that isn't done on the majority of campuses right now. So we're talking about what does the software do and what are the types of things you can expect to get from social listening. Um, then I will jump into the different ways you can do social listening analysis. So 
Um, you know, you can look at things from a content perspective to identify emerging themes, or you could be looking at the demographics behind a conversation, or be looking to enhance your PR strategy. Um, there's a lot of different ways you can go at it, and I'll take a stab at a few of those. Um, we'll really, really get into why I think it's so important to use social listening for market intelligence, really that strategic value and what it can bring to a campus um, that wouldn't otherwise have access to if they weren't using social listening. And then, of course, I will be highlighting some of the campuses that are currently using social listening from a research perspective. So for the last few months, I've been working with a handful of these campuses, and they have some really awesome stories to share, and I'm excited to debut many of those stories in November. That's great. We're definitely looking forward to being able to hear those um those case studies and being able to kind of look at how some of the different universities um, across the country are, are using social listening. And I, you know, I can understand that there probably are a lot of people who haven't yet implemented an actual social listening strategy. So it'll be really interesting to kind of, you know, have you lay that out for our audience in Boston and kind of learn just the basics of what social listening is, kind of how you can go about um, strategizing for using that for the different, you know, different ways versus, you know, for content or other things like that. Um, and then being able to ultimately kind of understand how you can get into the different demo or you know whether it's demographics whether it's messaging or all the different things that you can ultimately be setting up um, listening campaigns for so that's going to be super interesting and we're definitely super excited to have you out and in, in Boston for that um, I'm kind of curious is there anything that maybe maybe a tip or maybe some tool or trick that you could give the listeners that maybe they could prepare themselves in doing some research about social listening even before they get to um, to your presentation to kind of prep their minds for it. Oh, interesting. Um, I, you know, I, I think that um, it's definitely good to come in with an understanding of what social listening is beyond looking at a column of mentions on Twitter or your your comments on your Facebook page or your inbox for Facebook Messenger. Um, and I've, I've written a little bit about that, so I would really recommend that folks jump out to the Inside Higher Ed Call to Action blog. And take a look at the article I wrote this summer um, called Social Listening Belongs in the Modern Marketer's Toolbox. It'll give you a really high-level overview of what I plan on talking about and make sure you're ready to absorb the stuff that we'll be diving right into. Great. Well, I'll be sure to get a link from you on that, and we'll put it in our show notes so people can uh, can check it out and get a little bit of a brief overview before they get out to Boston for the Social Media Strategy Summit Higher Education. We're super excited to have you out there, and we appreciate you taking a little bit of time to chat with us on the podcast today. Awesome. Thank you again for having me. Yes, absolutely. And um, is there any way people can get in contact with you if they, you know, happen to check out that blog and maybe want to get in contact with you afterwards? Are you on Twitter, Facebook, or is there any way people can get in contact with you? Absolutely. Um, so you can definitely find me on Twitter. I'm LizGross144 because a dozen dozen is 144, and that is a gross. I love Not it. Just some stamp numbers. That's awesome. Um, and then I also use LinkedIn prolifically. So if you find me on LinkedIn and want to chat, I would be happy to connect with folks. Okay, awesome. Well, we do appreciate it. We'll definitely make sure that we link up all of those uh, LinkedIn, Twitter profiles, and the blog in our show notes. And Liz Gross from the Great Lakes Higher Education Corporation, the Market Insights Manager. We really do appreciate you taking some time on the podcast today and really look forward to meeting you in Boston. In Boston. 
And we want to see you in Boston. If you want more information about the Social Media Strategy Summit devoted to higher education coming up in Boston this November, be sure to visit socialmediastrategysummit.com. You'll be able to see a link to the Boston event. You'll also see the links to our three other events that we do yearly in San Francisco, Chicago, and New York. I definitely encourage you guys to follow along on Twitter for all of the latest information. We are at SMS underscore summit. You can also follow along with the event hashtag, which is hashtag SMS summit. And also, please, 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 if you can give us just five seconds of your time and leave us a review on the iTunes podcast app, we'd really appreciate it. That helps us know what we're doing um, right and what you'd like to see uh, changed a little bit or what kind of information you'd like to see us focus on. We'd also love to hear your suggestions for interviews that we can have on the podcast. Just be sure to tweet us at SMS underscore summit. So we appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Social Media Strategies podcast. And until next time, I'm your host for this episode, Calico Castillo, and we look forward to talking to you soon. Aloha.